Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. Glad to be back with you once again, coming to you live from the Philly Camp Studios, 106.5 FM, WPPMLP, Philadelphia. Roy Burton alongside me, as always, my tag team partner, Mr. Dash himself, one half of the revival, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this fine Saturday morning, sir? Roy, I'm doing tremendous tremendous you gotta explain this tremendous oh no no this, no. Is, a, this is rare whatever <laughs> tremendous here on the show you gotta explain yeah, this no one. no I, no it's like i think for 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 us as philly people yes sir we just got a sports break for a week mm-hmm. but like well i mean there's the, the flyers they made a move got a goalie backup goalie oh uh, but anyhow continue. yeah yeah no uh, <laughs> everyone likes a vacation yes. like because because this sixer season has been Interesting and sometimes taxing. A lot, so, of, a lot of stuff going on this year. Sometimes, sometimes pleasurable. Mm-hmm. Last Tuesday was not pleasurable. Last Tuesday was not pleasurable. Last <laughs> Tuesday, let's see what happened. Was that the Knicks game? No, that was Wednesday. Okay. Was that the Lakers game? No, that was Sunday. Oh, last Tuesday. Now, it, it, yes. Can we consider this even a, a rivalry? No. And, and, <laughs> and I want to I save it because I got a lot of stuff to talk about with the Sixers. I want to save all of it because we have to talk about the Sixers and how they're heading into the All-Star break. We didn't have a midweek show, and that's my fault because we still need to talk, discuss this Magic Johnson, a.k.a. tampering thing with Ben Simmons. Because it is tampering. And a certain former Sixer made a debut in Orlando and oh, had a couple of things to say. Not on the court. Not on the court. <laughs> not on the court. Because, because that's, cause that probably won't happen this year. Where, where, where did they do that at? On the court? <laughs> so yeah, Because we'll talk- I was waiting for him to check in. In the uh, uh for, for the team USA because he is a technically a sophomore. He is a sophomore, I believe, according to the rules. Okay, that's when Markel Fultz dealt with. Now, does discuss. he have to go to the Board of Education to say, "Yo, <laughs> like, like next year, technically, I've only played like thirty games." When you step on the court, that is a season. So he actually st- he's he has actually stepped on the court in two seasons. In two seasons, yes. Uh, again, so he is no longer eligible for the Rising I'm Stars so Challenge. Glad. No, like, like. I might not quit my other vices, like I don't know, like like coffee or anything. But I'm gonna I, I'm gonna quit a bad habit of talking about 
Markel Fultz. And we have some other stuff that we need to discuss as well. In the NFL, huge news coming out yesterday about the Kaepernick uh, and Eric Reed case and the Browns signing Kareem Hunt a little bit faster than I thought of, uh, that we expected, I believe. We'll discuss that later in the show. Of course, we always start with our 4 for 4, four things we think you should be talking about this week in the world of sports. But before we do all that, we want to thank you guys for listening and support to us and supporting us here at the Broad Street Line. Please do yourself a favor. Make it easy on yourselves. Just subscribe to the podcast, the BS Line, the Broad Street Line feed, wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player.fm. Just subscribe to us. Get all of the episodes that we do, the ones we do here and the ones we do on Spreaker. Again, make it simple on yourself. Also, follow us at thebsline.com and give us a follow on the Twitter machine. Chris is at SKD215. I am at the BS line. Even though Chris is taking a break from Philadelphia sports for the week, he's got some things he's going to talk about. He's going to get off his chest this weekend. Those things, of course, are the things known as Elimination Chamber because <laughs> he has a lot to discuss with Elimination Chamber this weekend. Yeah, and uh, what else? No, that's it. Is, that the, is the Oscars this weekend or am I, is it next weekend? I, I have no idea. Aren't the Grammys? Oh, no, the Grammys, no, the Grammys happened. Week. Yeah, Grammys happened. Oscars are soon. How many uh, of the best picture movies have you watched? I know which one you haven't watched, and that's Black Panther. <laughs> haven't watched that oh, still. What? Oh, oh what, that's nominated? For- best Picture. I know you're surprised. <laughs> Black Panther up for Best Picture. That's on the queue of Don't give me this. Of, 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 of Abducted Wild, because you watched that last weekend. Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. It, yes. Now, is it as crazy as? Jeez. People. <laughs> Not to divert, but yeah, I know yeah, that's that, fine. Like, 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 this is one of those... Those hot topics. People, you you need to watch Abducted in Plain Sight. I just need to leave it out there like that. I can't even explain the craziness. There there are probably no fewer than forty seven WTF moments <laughs> in that in that series. In that in that like documentary. It's like a hour and a half. Now it's not even super long. It's like, <laughs> why how are there so many of these moments in this show? I it, when, if and when you watch it, please live tweet it. Okay. Can you just do me that favor? Because right. I, I need to know your your abducted in plain sight thing. But no. Black Panther literally came out in Black History Month last year. It is 12 months. You could have seen it in the movie theater. You could have seen it on Blu-ray or on Netflix. You still haven't seen it. I've offered to bring in the Blu-ray. I don't even need to do that because you have Netflix. Still haven't watched it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put myself out there. By the end of Black History Month. This year? It, yeah. Okay. In my celebration of this fabulous month, Thank I'm going to watch it. All right. I appreciate that. If, if not, I might need a, a new, new co-host. <laughs> we got to get a new co-host. All right, people. Of course, we got to talk four for four, four things we think you should be talking about in the world of sports. Shout out to Aaron Nola for getting the bag, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Nola, Philly's ace Not pitcher. a big bag, but a bag. It's a bag. It's a bag that befitting of a young bull. Like Aaron Nola. How old is Nola? He's like 25? Yeah. Uh, Aaron Nola, four-year extension with the Phillies through 2022 for $45 million. Good money, again, because, you know, the arbitration and no, all No, no. By the way, this needs to be a new trend for all teams. Like lock a lock a dude up before he gets locking that, up younger players the because super bag, he's because because isn't that the the takeaway like like isn't that the takeaway of this Harper Machado which I need to mute those two names because I'm sick of like hearing sick of the non story <laughs> yeah like because obviously the reason why these guys aren't getting the super bag that they want the three hundred because or the ten year contract or whatever is teams ha- have been burned too many times or, mm-hmm. or I, I would say pretty much every time of paying a star in his that that tenure deal even though this is different these guys are in their mid 20s mm-hmm. and not in their 30s they don't want to pay that maybe if Bryce Harper were 22 years old 
or like like I don't know in his Aaron Nola phase, you would have given him what like five and one twenty five. Yeah, something probably. Well, what Harper? Yeah. Well, the only thing is with Harper again because he still would have been in that age where he's you know has like multiple years of arbitration and under team control. So you wouldn't give him give him that bag at twenty two. You would have given him a nice you know five and you know seventy five. Because because you you'd agree, Roy, that. That this system needs to be changed. Oh, the system's trash, and there will be a strike. And players have said that, and former players have said that. But Aaron Nola, thankfully, you know, under this system, did get you know a bag that he's happy with. Again, four and forty-five has it a sixteen year, a sixteen million dollar club option for twenty twenty-three. So basically, is Aaron Nola number one? Aaron Nola's the number one starter. I didn't think before last season. I did not think he was a number one starter. I thought he was at best a one A guy. Seventeen and six last year, two point three seven ERA, and of course, our new favorite stat, WHIP. 0.97. That's a steal for a number one pitcher. That's a phenomenal. Like, you have Aaron Nola under contract through 2023 for a total of $61 million. That's phenomenal. That's absolutely phenomenal. He's a top five pitcher in the National League. It's absolutely phenomenal. No, I, I mean, obviously, if they don't get one of these big guys, in my opinion, this offseason will be a disappointment. Hater. Yeah. But, I, I mean, with the moves they made, like like JT uh, Magatu. Real Muto. Okay, yeah, him. Uh, Jean, Jean Segura. Yeah, Jean Segura. Kutch. I don't know if he's washed up. I don't know. He's decent. He's yeah. good here every, every day. Dude. Uh, you, oh, I forgot you got the, the dude Robertson from the Yankees. Yeah. This team is better. Is it a division winning better? I think so. I think I think they should. If this team, as per, presently constitu- constituted, doesn't compete for the division title through September, I'll, I'll be very but, disappointed. But, I mean, this is like those like Christmas commercials when, like, when like, like, like the husband buys the wife like Alexis, and this would be if you don't get Bryce Harper, this is the equivalent of like, like I don't know, not like expecting Alexis in like your driveway with like that red bow on it, mm-hmm. and getting like something from like I don't know, like like X X name Nissan from like, a, like Nissan's a mighty fine car. No, a, a used one with like a Carfax <laughs> on top. See, all right, the problem with this. Is that everybody's expectations no, got no, set too high? No, but like management set them. Yeah, high. yeah, no, no. Everybody's it, expectations got set too yeah, high. Yeah, this isn't fake expectations. No, no, no. Like this is this is man. I I need a shirt that said we're going to spend stupid money yeah. and and wear them to Phillies games. John, and I'll probably get kicked out. John Middleton probably needed to know better because when people say things in this town, people run with it. John Middleton said stupid money. Brett Brown said star hunting. And that's all people fixate on. It's like, oh, man, all right, like they, get a, they better spend the stupid money. They better hunt for stars. Robert Nightingale. Um, uh, um, Mr. Nightingale. Uh, I don't even know who the uh, other uh, 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 Jeff Passan. Jeff Passan, Busta, yeah. all, all these dudes, put, they put their name, mm-hmm. their government name on Bryce Harper and, and now I saw Bob Nightingale say, oh, I, uh, there's a good chance that uh, the San Francisco – I was like, get out of here. Don't ever come and get, like, a crap cheesesteak from Geno's or Pat's. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, stay away because you can't come – you're almost as hated as Jared Bayless or Mark Fultz. I'm here to talk about the positives. Aaron Nola being here is a positive, being your ace. Hopefully Jake Arrieta, who just had knee surgery like an hour ago on his – Why his couldn't you do this like two months ago? Listen. I can't, don't get me started. We got other stuff. So don't get me started about Jake Gary. When we do our baseball preview, and we will do one. We will? Yeah, we will do one at some point. We have two shows a week. We're going to do a baseball okay. preview at some point. I need to talk about this NBA futuristic jersey. Did you see this the other day? This demo? No, I did not. This Adam Silver. Adam Silver demonstrated the future of jersey technology. Probably sponsored by Nike. Well, here's the thing. I don't know who's sponsoring the jersey. There's going to be a, You're going to have a jersey. 
and it's gonna be like a tech jersey, and you can change the name and the number on the jersey. So, so, so there won't be any throwbacks anymore. Well, I mean, I guess the design will be different. You know, different design jerseys. <laughs> but if you have, let's say, you have a a Markel Fultz jersey, and he gets traded to the Orlando Magic, you're like, I'm out on this. You can like push a button on the app, on like your phone or whatever, and change it from Markel Fultz to like Jimmy Butler. Huh? Yes. The How much future, is it going to cost? Like $500? Course, I'm sure it's $500. They haven't said, and they're not going to say. It's going to be like $500. No, but like, isn't that like the beauty, like, isn't that the beauty of like, of having jerseys? Like, I don't know. Well, like, I, I don't know. Like, Mark Elfold, but like, people would proudly rock a Robert Covington Sixers jersey. Yes. If you had it. Yes. Dario Sarge. Yes. I mean, if you're stupid enough to buy Jared Bayless, you you deserve <laughs> the like, I don't know, like, like suffering, like, I don't know, burning that thing. But I, I mean, isn't this... Where technology is a little extreme. It seems like, like I, I don't know what the more, I mean, sure, people will buy it because it's a novelty thing. I'm not really sure what the market is for these, like you said, $500 jerseys that I can change from Jimmy Butler or if, like, you know, Ben's having a good game. It's like, oh, let me change it to Ben real quick. Like, like isn't yeah, there, yeah. like, certain things, like, that, like, are extra technology? Like, like do I really, like, say there, because I saw there was, like, an app that, like, yeah, like if, if I don't know if it's available at like the the center or anything, but if you ordered something like I don't know, like food, mm-hmm. like you could order it on the app and it get delivered. I'm like, you're not, you're that lazy. That's not extra. That's good. No, if people had order food at home, people order food at home. People sitting in their apartments like, yo, I really want this cheesesteak. Hey, let me call it's DoorDash. Fifty paces away. Let me call Door, and you got to wait in line, <laughs> and you got to do all. No, no, no. Food delivery app. I'm here for all that stuff. Even at an arena, make make the arena because again, the going to a game is a, really a chore. Make going to the arena a benefit. Make it a make it an intriguing thing to do because otherwise, you can't you know really have. You're like, you can't beat the, the television experience at home. Because when you see the, the television experience at a basketball game and a football game, that's really the best experience. So, yeah. So, the league, NBA, unveiled their futuristic jersey. They also plan to expand into other technology realms, including facial recognition ticketing, hologram mascots, and VR glasses to enhance the entire experience. Of course, this facial recognition tech, technology, some of you may, may have already seen this in airports, but imagine going to the Wells Fargo Center and just walking through the gate, and they can say, hey, this is Chris Domingo. This is Chris Domingo's face. <laughs> he doesn't need to pull out a ticket and have it scanned. He can just come right <laughs> but in. But will that stop, like, the um, – the, um, like, trying to get in the center, like it's a – like a free fall, flipping airport. Yeah, no. Well, it's supposed. To, I mean, it works at airports pretty well. Like I've seen it at airports. Um, the thing is, it probably not probably it definitely like prevents you from selling this ticket. Yeah, <laughs> if you have season tickets, I can't sell a ticket if it's looking for your face. So you know. So the NBA again. Some oh, of no, no, no. Some they're definitely on the cutting edge of making the the fan experience better. Just there are just certain times when I'm like, really, dude. Kyler Murray has officially chosen the NFL. The Oklahoma quarterback is projected to be a first-round pick. Will attend the combine this year, which will be on ABC, by the way, for the first time ever. Which oh, is really? Little, which, yeah, which is a little weird to me. but Obviously, hey, this no. This shows that there are certain things that people can't get enough of. And this is because, I, I mean, for the longest time, I mean, it was on the NFL Network. Yes. Not even ESPN. No. You need, like, an extra package to watch the combine. Yes. Not anymore, though. ABC. Um, Kyler Murray is going to return most of his nearly $5 million signing bonus. Now, here's the thing with Murray. We don't know where he's going to get drafted. He's a first-round pick. Josh Rosen last year was the 10th overall pick, a quarterback. 
He got a deal for four years, $17.6 million, $10.9 million signing bonus. So if Kyler Murray gets picked in the middle of the first round, he'll get a little bit of a hair less than that this year. So let's just put a number on it, 4 and 14. That's pretty good money, you know, probably nine, 8 or $9 million guaranteed. That's more guaranteed money straight, straight up front than he'll get in baseball. However, he will get knocked upside the head 50 times a game. I don't know if, if if this is being talked like because I hear like people trying to spin this and like hey if the kid wants to play football because he loves it knock yourself yeah, out God bless you figuratively not literally because probably you'll be able to knock yourself out like you'll yeah. be knocked out at some yeah. I, I mean he, he's five nine uh, I, I mean he's, well he's listed at five ten uh, when he lists you at five ten you're probably five nine like you can't teach like not being five nine can't teach height and yeah. and there are guys that. I mean, look at that kid from the AF, AAF that got, like, his, like, obviously that won't happen in, like, NFL because they'll call a flag. Yeah. But, I, I mean, look at all the guys that are 6'4". This is not – this is a – for me, he might have all the talent in the world. But is he able – and, of course, they're saying – and I go back to he was playing defenses in arguably the worst, conf, the worst defensive conference in college football. That's accurate. Uh, is he going to play that 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 conference every week? No. Could you imagine him playing a team like the Chicago Bears, and and their offensive line is terrible? Here's the thing: I don't want to pour cold water on his dreams. Again, do what you love. All yeah. right, that's the, that's the number one tenant of the Broad Street Line. However, since the AFL AFL NFL merger, there has been one quarterback, five ten or under, who has thrown a pass in the NFL. One we all know his name: Doug Flutie. He's the only guy who's thrown a pass in the NFL. There's a really good chance this doesn't work out. Yeah, like, obviously, you can go, like, progressively where the height doesn't matter thing. But, I mean, you see guys like Carson Wentz, who is a big mobile quarterback. Big bull. Get his, get his pass deflected. Yeah. And I'll say this about Kyler Murray. He had less passes defend, deflected than any of the top four quarterbacks in college last year. But, once again, that. I go Big 12. Big 12. Defenses ain't, ain't really coming at you like that. So again, God bless Kyler Murray for following his heart. Again, again, his father was in a very similar position, chose baseball first, and then tried to do it the other way, and then, then kind of had to go to. Court. Is he even like in your mind a first round pick? <sighs> nah, he's just. A, I can't get past the height. No, I can't. Like, <laughs> like, would I pick him in the second round? Sure, not like the first. this is gonna get a GM fired. And yeah, no, somebody's gonna get fired over over this probably. I mean, so he'll probably be passable. And that first contract won't kill you, but it's a first-round pick where you can draft somebody else. Yeah, yeah like maybe if it's a team that perennially perennially stinks, right. like the Dolphins. Maybe they don't care. Yeah. Maybe, like, this is some cachet for them. You'll get a couple ESPN cats, like, I don't know, following you. Because Kyler Murray is not even close to the biggest story in the NFL draft. No, not, not, not at all. So we're very – literally and figuratively, by the way. Speaking of the AAF, you brought it up earlier. Got pretty decent ratings in their debut last year. I had no idea watch? it was on CBS. Did you watch it? You watched it a little bit? CBS, CBS Sports Net, uh, was it CBS Sports Network, whatever the cable one is. Oh, is. oh, it, oh, it wasn't on the, the actual It was network. on the main, the Saturday was on the main one. Okay. And then the Sunday was on the other, the other one, the janky one. And then I think it's on TNT today, or TBS. It's on, really? one, it's on one of the Turner networks today. 2.1 rating last week on TBS. By comparison, Rockets Thunder had a 2.0 rating. Chris Domingo, week two of the AAF. Didn't we have like like maybe didn't the Broad Street line in its in its previous carnation, mm-hmm. like seventeen years ago or twenty years ago when the XFL came out? Yes. Isn't this the same thing that happened? Like it's a not like it's new. 
The I think it got they got I mean ratings were different back then, but they, like the old XFL got eight to nine. Yes, well, well, one they were living off Attitude Era, right. so you got I, Attitude Era. You got NBC, like there was super hype about it, a lot yeah. of money behind it. Can we like pump the brakes on like because we were like people of they found it a way to kind of dump on the NBA's ratings because I, I mean let's the NBA's ratings are down this year yeah. for whatever reason. LeBron going west. Who wants to watch? Who wants to watch? That shows you no one wants to watch the boring Houston Rockets and James Harden like no. pounding the ball eight thousand times. Yeah, Rockets Thunder. I mean, again, like there there are two good teams, but I mean they're they're not good as far as attracting eyeballs to them for the random fan. Again, people are just. Curious. I love basketball, yeah. and I don't want to watch the Houston Rockets. I watch the AAF game <laughs> oh, opposed to the yeah no. I'm, I watch that dude get his head knocked off. <laughs> I watched Christian Hack and Christian Hackenberg throw terrible passes. By the way, week. he should never be allowed in any FL. No, like no, like no. the AAF, the XFL, the CFL, the NFL. He is terrible. He is awful. He's absolutely awful. Probably one of the uh one of the main pieces of evidence in the Eric Reed Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> he case. might be more evidence than the Peterman. <sighs> he might be, because he's not even on the NFL roster. <laughs> People keep calling the, the Peterman in. So no, you're right about this. Two point one ratings. It's cute. I promise you a month from now, the ratings will be half that. I promise you two months from now, the ratings will be even half of that. No one's going to continue to watch this. this the quality of football is better than I thought. Still not that good. Mm-hmm. All right? So everybody, like you said, pump your brakes on this. If you're just bored and you really need to watch football, God bless yourself. But, I mean, if there's a good NBA game on or if there's an All-Star weekend on, you're probably going to watch that. No, like, this is just novelty. It's You'll novelty. see in a couple weeks, like, you'll get, like, Three hundred thousand people. Yeah, like it'll 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 go down gradually, and you know it should because it's not that good. <laughs> by the way, we'll take a quick break. On the other side, we have some NBA to talk about. Chris Domingo is very excited to talk about this crazy topsy turvy Sixer season so far. So we'll discuss that on the other side. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on one hundred six point five FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Finessing on them with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lives. In fact, I'm down in this. Juice with my food, they taste like Kool Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westy world with my base stuff. I know that it's good what you say that on my taste buds. I get way too baby once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block and break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Welcome back to the Brawshy Line alongside Chris Domingo. I'm Roy Burton. Segment number two of the show, we're talking all things basketball. Even though we're on a break from the NBA, the Sixers, in the midst of an eight-day break, thanks to the All-Star Week. By the way, that's good. Because, yes. like, even the guys that are in the NBA All-Star Game, even though I don't see that as taxing. Oh, the All-Star Game? That's not taxing. I'm yeah. hanging out with the, with the woes. Yeah. Practice is whack. You yeah. don't do nothing No, practice. by the way, the, 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 be- the thing I'd rather watch than All-Star Weekend is old All-Star Weekends and seeing all these old players mm-hmm. and, more importantly, how they dressed. Yes. Because I – Obviously, other than I, I think like the '88 All Star Game, which is probably my favorite of all time, the 2000 All Star Game or the 2000 All Star Weekend, yes, in Oakland. Oh, the Oakland one, yes, the yes, Vince Carter, yeah, yeah. Seeing 
Christopher Macy Weber wearing an all gray like he's from Philly. <laughs> like I, I don't know, like like you got dudes like in like I don't know, like blazers and stuff like that. You got Weber in like an all gray sweatsuit. You got the sweat the Iniche sweatsuits, the Carl Canines. Yes. Yeah. You you Shaq with the Twism hat. The Twism hat <laughs> and and that, that old video camera. Like yeah. The, hand, the handheld the palm quarter. Yes. Camera. And just seeing random guys like a Samaki Walker putting up a tent. <laughs> yeah, like Samaki Walker just being around. Daryl Armstrong. Jerome Williams was at every single All Star game for like thirty seven years. The junkyard dog. He was this is the content I, because it just shows you how the NBA has like evolved. Because these dudes didn't care about dressing back then. Oh no, no, that was the fashion. <laughs> that was in style. Like the the four X baggy sweatsuits <laughs> were the style, man. With the big chains. That's how that's how everybody got down in the Tim. Shout out AI. Shout out AI. So yeah, we are at the All Star break. The Sixers had a little bit of a mixed bag in the week before All-Star Weekend. They beat L.A. on Sunday, again, with LeBron, lost to the Boston Celtics, which we'll discuss in a second, and beat the Knicks in a very uneven game that was clear that everybody just wanted to get out of town. (laughs) You asked me earlier if the Sixers and Celtics are a rivalry, and I will say this. The Sixers are 2-17 in their last 19 games against the Boston Celtics. Ergo, it is not a rivalry. You can't keep losing the big brother and think that it's a rivalry. You can't. Like, you can't in your heart of hearts, if they were to play the Boston Celtics in any round of the playoffs, think they could beat the Boston Celtics. Today, I can't, I can't tell you they would, they would. They just don't. The Boston Celtics have their number. I don't understand it entirely. Under, part of it's coaching. Like I like Brett Brown. Brad Stevens puts his guys in better position than Brett and, Brown every single time. And they have the personnel to match. For some yeah. reason, Al Horford... Defense Joel Embiid better than Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. better than Carl Towns, Andre Drummond. Yeah, um, um, Yoki. Well, Yoki can't play defense, yeah. but I mean, like it's and their guys just. I, I mean, they have defenders where you don't need to help. Right, like they play one on one, and obviously they just know how to play Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I, I I can't remember a game where Ben Simmons was effective. Against the Boston Celtics. I mean, he's at, he's been effective, but I mean, like you need him to be better than yeah. effective when you play the because Celtics. Isn't this the truth? Where, where regardless of who you bring in, Butler, Harris, Raddick, you're going to beat the Boston Celtics on the backs of Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Yeah, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid need to have you know extraordinary games or extraordinary series against the Boston Celtics for you to advance. You Is that the one team you want to avoid in these? Right now, if you ask me, yeah, because again, two and seventeen, like for whatever reason, Joel Embiid just gets overly frustrated with Al Horford. Al Horford, because Horford's bet will bang with him. He's like, look, I'll bang with you, like it's whatever. And and he and he takes him out on defense. Right. I, I I mean, it's just one of those things where I I think people forget how re- really good Al Horford is. Yeah. No, Al Horford was an All Star for multiple years, both in Boston and Atlanta, and you can tell why. Like the dude is a crafty guy. Like he understands. How to play Joel Embiid? How to get him frustrated? How to make him work on both ends of the court? And if Joel Embiid is again, it's going to be frustrated against Al Horford. Then you need Ben Simmons to step up. And Ben Simmons again did not have a great game. Yo, you can point week. to like get JJ Redick getting hunted on defense, all that. Right. If if Simmons and Embiid play good, they beat the Celtics. They beat the Celtics. And again, you you lost a Celtics team without Kyrie Irving. Now, granted, you know sometimes people would say they play better without Kyrie, but it is it's neither here nor there. That is a loaded team. That's a very good team, and you need to have everybody going at all cylinders on, on this team. Because, again, like you said, they have guys who can play one-on-one defense, like Terry Rozier, you know, like like you said, like Al Horford, like Jason Tatum. Like Marcus Nate, like Morris. Jalen Brown, Marcus Morris Sr. Can I mean, we get a Morris? 
One of them? Well, one of them went to uh, Where'd the other one go? Oh, the Thunder. Neck, the Thunder. We need a Morris brother. No, man. Like, like those guys, him and Smart are like dudes that I think every championship team needs to have. Like, just a grinder. Yeah. Like, you th- well, I thought that you got to have a poor man's version of that in Amir Johnson, but no, you don't have that. No, you need you need pit bulls on your team. You got like, dogs. Yeah, and the the Celtics just have a bunch. They got like seven of them. <laughs> Six and seven. then you got a dude Jimmy who Bowl. was drafted two uh, spots don't behind. Be this, don't be this guy. Um, don't be this guy. No, no, and obviously <laughs> there. But when you see this dude, <laughs> this dude is so smooth. This dude looks – like Jason Tatum <laughs> looks like, like a bit. superstar basketball like, player. When you see Jason Tatum walking the court, you're like, oh, man, this dude's, this dude's good. And, like, his, his game isn't quite there yet, but it will be in two but or three then, But then you see him flashing. You see him dunking on Ben Simmons. He, punched, like, on, he punched on Ben. <laughs> he's just – I mean, like, I don't know. Like, can you win a championship te- championship with this team, or do you need to upgrade? The Celtics or yes. the Sixers? Celtics. I think – I hmm. – I don't, they're really good. <laughs> I, I mean, know. they're really, and I don't think they're really good just because they play the Sixers. They're really like think of the guys on the bench. Like think of like the, they're bringing Hayward and Jalen Brown and um, uh, Rozier comes off the bench usually, or is it Smart? Smart? No, 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 no. Smart's been starting, so Rozier comes so off Ro- the bench. So you got Rozier. Terry Rozier would start for what twenty teams? Dude, you got Aaron Baines, who's like they're like eleventh dude, and, and then they got that guy Tyson who hit a three. And yeah. the problem is like with the Sixers, they they do so much help that. I guess Brad Stevens just just coaches them into Bolivian to say, "Yo, you're gonna get a wide open three. I've never seen a team hit more wide. This is like the anti Muscala of teams. No, they have tons of wide open threes, and again, they're one of the teams that defend so well that the Sixers don't have as many mismatches as they typically do with most teams. Now they have more because of Tobias Harris, who's been pretty good. Um, and his, got and shut down, of course, against the Celtics. Well, yeah, eighteen, seven, and three so far in four games with the Sixers. Oh no, he is good. fit in like a glove. <clears throat> He's really the perfect complement to a Ben and Joel team. Um, I know my compatriot hates Jimmy Butler, but that team, that starting five, again, their net rating is like twenty, is like twenty one, like plus twenty one. And maybe in the playoffs, when you're when you're when you're like slimming the bench down, and like you get this. You get this lineup a lot more than in the regular. Yeah. Maybe you're only going at most nine deep in the playoffs. But I mean, even if you have this line, I just, I don't, I just, I just don't see it. I, I don't. Now, will we see a Ben Simmons three pointer this year? Because he took a legitimate three pointer against the Lakers. Just pulled up from behind the arc, and not, it wasn't a heave. It wasn't at the end of the clock. Pulled up, in and out. Will we see a Ben Simmons three pointer this year, sir. What a made one! A made one, one that goes in the basket, not a heave. Uh, He's taking them now. You know what? I'll say yes. I don't know what that does. And, I, I, it opens the floor up for everybody. No, you're saying one three pointer? Uh, no, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're gonna see one. We're obviously gonna see one because he's gonna take take enough. He needs to just be more consistent with the shot, and hopefully, it goes in because it could open up the floor for a, you know Jimmy. Because you, he needs to start shooting standstill th- jumpers, not fadeaways where you don't hit the rim. Right. Because he does that a lot. He does that. <laughs> no, but that three was standstill. Like yeah. No. No. There. And I think because obviously, when you have your feet stationary and your legs stationary, mm-hmm. that's easier than when you're flailing back and trying to shoot. Yeah, when you when you do something, when you're bad at doing something, don't make it harder on yourself when you do that thing. Like if you're bad at taking jump shots, don't say, you know what, I'm gonna make this jump shot infinitely harder. Because I'm done looking at practice video of Ben Simmons shooting threes. Oh no, yeah, it doesn't like that. That doesn't move me anymore at all. Because he made a ton in that All Star practice, but who cares? 
Speaking of Ben Simmons, is Magic Johnson trying to pry Ben Simmons away? We hadn't, didn't have a chance to discuss this as of yet, but Magic Johnson, who couldn't help himself, wasn't even asked about this, said that Ben Simmons' representation reached out to the Lakers to see if the Lakers executive would serve as something a mentor to as something some of a, something of a mentor, excuse me, to Ben Simmons, kind of teach him how to be a big guard in the NBA. Magic Johnson said, you know, Lee got to clear it, we got to clear it, Sixers got to clear it. You know, if that happens, then maybe, but you know, we'll see what happens. Everybody just lost their minds over this. I'm going to ask you because I think you were one of those people who lost their minds over this. Is this wrong? Is this bad? Is this no? It's tampering. It, it, what it, is it's it? It's not. It like you got to take the full context of Magic Johnson, who obviously is feeling some heat because he didn't get Anthony Davis. Correct. It help. It, it you got to factor in the LeBron James clutch thing because obviously these all these entities are like in cahoots. I mm-hmm. believe. Like I don't mm-hmm. know LeBron clutch Magic. This t- this this agency has a ton of clients. Correct. And is it a coincidence that Ben Simmons is a clutch sports client? You you tell me. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, like, like obviously, Magic Johnson knows his stature, mm-hmm. knows the Lakers' stature, mm-hmm. knows LA stature, and he's using it kind of vaguely, not vaguely. <laughs> I, I mean, I just for me, it's a little tampery, but. It gives me a reason to hate the hate the Lakers. <laughs> Ben's people reached the reach out to Magic though. Yeah, no, no. Like, I'm pretty sure it was Ben's brother. But I, I mean, did Magic Johnson need to like bring it up? Of course not. Yeah, but is bringing it up tampering? If someone asks you a question, no, 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 about no, no, that's illegal. No, he, no, <laughs> it's no. But like, he he was very strategic in putting that out. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair point because no, no one asked him. No, yo, no one ben said, Simmons... "Hey." He said, "Yo, what do you think about Ben Simmons, man?" Right. Like, Not, "Yo, like I, I, I mean," like, and he said, "Oh, by the way, yeah. Ben wanted to work out with me." Like, yeah, like there's a little bit of a gray area. The, the NBA said there was no wrongdoing, and Brand Elton Brand and the Sixers kind of killed any possibility. Like, yo, it's not going to happen. Like, no, and, and 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 realistically, like Ben Simmons is probably going to be there in five years. I don't know. Like, but he's not going to be there tomorrow. Or next year because no one turns – like, restricted free agency makes it very hard for a player unless Ben Simmons pulls an AD. Right. Like, to say – because every team has the right to match any offer that, that a rookie restricted free agent gets. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons won't turn down five years in 125. And every team has the right to pay their guy more than any yeah. other team has the right to pay. So, so the Sixers – will obviously offer Ben Simmons a max contract, five and one forty, whatever it is, you know, which is more than the four years and whatever the maximum is for another team. Again, it's up to Ben Simmons to turn that down if he wants to. The fact of the matter is this. Ben Simmons, because I didn't really get worked up about this. Ben Simmons talking or hanging out with Magic Johnson for a week ain't going to change whether or not Ben Simmons wants to go to L.A. or not want to go to L.A. Like Ben Simmons has probably That's already true. had some discussions or his people have had this – well, I know his people have had discussions with Magic Johnson about Ben Simmons. No, but like I, I mean, does like do you think so? This doesn't like speed the process up of Ben maybe trying to ask for a trade. If Ben wants to go to LA, he's going to go okay. to LA. Like if, if he wants to go, he's going to go. Like and again, we've seen no evidence of Ben not wanting to be here. No, no, no. And, and, and one, like you get you're going to get seven years of Ben Simmons, right? I, I probably, really yeah. probably, yeah. That's well, enough. Probably, probably more than that, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, I mean, to think Ben Simmons is going to be here his entire career is crazy. He's not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But again, like, how many players stay in one spot? All yeah, like, true. Career? Yeah, yeah, no, and, and I say, you, you get almost two presidential terms to work with, like, an elite rookie. That's yeah. enough. 
Yeah, but so you're going to get you're literally going to get eight good Ben Simmons years, probably you know without a doubt. Like you're going to get this next contract after, after that uh, for Ben Simmons. After that, who knows? Yeah, because but really, Rich Paul and, ben, and Magic Johnson have already discussed Ben Simmons. All right. Now, like, do you think like, I never? Do you think this whole like clutch thing is just a little fugazi? It's a little bit fugazi. <laughs> okay. It's a little fugazi. Like, Contavious Caldwell Pope being on the Lakers, you know, it's like, come on, man. It's like, you doing, you do, y'all doing favors. Yeah, no. And, and like, that part of it, I, I, I really can't co-sign on. And the Anthony Davis thing is a joke now. Yeah. And Anthony Davis, again, Anthony Davis, uh, the, the Pelican Center, who got hurt right before the break and then left the arena early, got a, got a GM fired, although the GM probably got himself fired for being a bad GM. They'll, look, it's clear that Anthony Davis is going to L.A. Like we, we're, we're going to figure this out in the, in the offseason when they actually finally make this trade. It's a lot of dirty stuff. Not dirty. I don't want to say dirty. It's a lot of shady-looking stuff going on with Clutch Sports. But that being said, if Rich Paul and Ben Simmons and LeBron James want to orchestrate a deal or to, a, a way to get Ben Simmons to L.A., they don't need Magic Johnson to put it out there. Like It's probably already happening. I'm sure they've talked. I'm sure when Rich Paul was negotiating LeBron's deal, he's like, yo, in a couple years, you know, we might have another dude for you. I'm sure it's happened. It happens all the time. You just don't hear about it. Do you think at some point Clutch and or Ben try to make his way to L.A.? I don't. I think I really think Ben signs his next contract here. I think you get five more years after, you know, after after re-ups. But when he's like 29, I think he's probably going. Oh, yeah. No, no. Like, I just wondered mid-second deal does he does he try to does he try to make a move oh i don't know well a lot of it depends on you know where the sixes are and how healthy joel Embiid is because again it's like like joel Embiid's not gonna be your center for 15 but isn't this why you put all your chips to the table because people are still talking about oh they overpaid for tobias harris i'm like really no you gotta win like it's like you have two superstars entering the prime of their years and you don't know like the timeline on how long Embiid's gonna be out because i think people have gotten a little spoiled with Embiid. he plays every game this guy missed two games in two years. He missed half of his college season. The reason why he dropped in the draft is because he broke his foot. Right. I mean, like, you need to take advantage. You can't have one year where you're like, yo, we're going to punt on this season. Right. Like, you you have four, maybe five years of this window with these two guys here to make something happen. After that. There's nothing guaranteed. And those four or five years themselves aren't even guaranteed. But this, you have to win right now. Like, this is your chance to win. Because like you said, Joel Embiid has back injuries and foot injuries and Ben Simmons has foot injuries. Like, those dudes, like, you can't count on those dudes, like, eight or nine years from now to, like, be, like, these guys, like, the no. same players they are now. Or even even whatever they are at their peak. I think you, win you have a four-year window right now. Yeah, that's not maybe, right. maybe Maybe even five. three. Or maybe even three. Like, I, I think you could say three or five. Yeah. No, I mean, it's again, like, there's so much dependent on everything around these guys. I mean, especially with these guys themselves, with Joel Embiid. Um so I mean, you got to you got to make the Tobias Harris trade. You got to make the Jimmy Butler trade. Like you got to, you know, because I mean, really, are we really talking about a lot giving up guys like I don't know an extra first round pick that's probably going to be in the twenties? Yeah, you can't uh, stop Robert people. Robert Covington. Yeah, you can't make because Robert I'm sure Covington he's stop moved the needle a ton in Minnesota. Yeah, you can't you can't have that stop you. Speaking of things that were given up on, Markel Fultz. <laughs> Now in Orlando. This is going to be the last time I ever uh, speak this man's name. Mark Elfos, no, they, they, they're coming to Philly in a month. Orlando's coming in the first does he month. Does he have that little self-awareness where he actually shows up? 
I it, no, and sits I on the bench. I can't imagine he sits. Well, he he won't play. I'll put I'll put that out there. He might sit on the bench. I think he I think he's going to sit on the bench. I really do. Zoinks. Markel Fultz is in Orlando, uh, who by the way went four zero since the trade, and, <laughs> and he made a point to bring that up. Markel vibes, even though he hasn't played. I just want to read this one quote. Quote. Oh, no, but it was probably taken out of context, Roy. Oh, I'm sure it was. Quote, it really excites me to have coaches that are going to push you and not just tell you what you want to hear. How do you take that out of context? That seems that, pretty that, that, that You just read from a quote. Quote. This is a very quote. I can go pull up the video if I wanted to and play it on the air for you guys if you want to hear the video as well. Markel Fultz. Mark. Mr. Fultz. No, the, the, my my whole issue with this, Roy, is you could have, you should have, should have, because there's no other, you should have been overly grateful for your time. Like, said, yo, shout out to Coach Brown, shout out to Elton. Like, I mean, they did everything in their power. Even if you don't believe it. Yeah, just say, you know what, I, I learned a lot from those guys. You know, like, they supported me. I'm when like, they really shouldn't have. They went, not, not even, I don't, I don't want to say they shouldn't have, because I think they should have. They went be they yeah. went over and over. Yeah, and no, I, I think that like they didn't need to go to the lengths. No, 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 no. no, no. Starting him, yeah. which looks like I, I mean, if you want to fault Brett Brown for like I don't know, try trying to lift a player up and start him right. when ninety nine percent of the world's like, what are you doing? Yeah, what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, and it didn't work. Right. I, I mean, you could argue that probably got Covington and Sarr traded. No, you're you're absolutely right, and and the thing is, like this team, like bent over backwards to make this dude feel comfortable. They they tried to put as little pressure on him as possible. They started him, and then the first time they put him on the bench when he got called back from the scorers table in that Phoenix game because he stunk. Like, no, terrible. It, it's not like Brett Brown's like, yeah, I don't want to play. Like like no reason. You you were playing bad. You missed like eighty-seven jump shots. Like you barely hit the rim on some. You right. double clutched the free throw. I, I mean, the yeah. list goes on and on. Magic president of operations Jeff Weltman quote: Markel, his ability kind of fills up all the places we need to look at to to excel in today's NBA. His size, his IQ, his vision, his skills. There's really shot. not a, there's really not a whole lot that Markel can't do. <laughs> really, and in today's NBA, where contact is called so tightly, the ability the ability to get into the paint and work from the inside out. Is important, really, dude. What tape are you watching? Did I miss something? Did I miss some? Did I miss some film? Did he film? did he say the s word? He didn't say he didn't say s. He didn't say the s word. He didn't say uh, terminate on site. He didn't say any of that. So 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 this shows you how much of an idiot this Magic GM is. He doesn't think shooting's important for a guard. His IQ, his vision, his skills. Well, maybe that was the s word. Skills. He said skills. I don't know if he said because is it fair to question now Markel Fultz's attitude? I I would think so. I would think because so. one, he's going to get benched at some point in Orlando. Yep, might yeah, happen man. sooner or later. Might happen sooner. Yeah, might happen sooner rather than later. How's T. Fultz and his mama? Like, the, see, that's the problem. Is like people have like a hard time saying, "Oh, it's his mom." You you can't rip her. It's like, sure as hell, I can. I, I mean, at some point, this this ink Mark Ink needs to realize that they need to take a step back because. The last thing I want, because at some point you need to blame everyone. You just can't right. blame his mom. You can't just blame his agents. You need to blame him, too, because some people are just obsessed. Oh, oh, he's just a young kid. At some point, 
Do you did you get that excuse when you started working? At some point, and again, look, at some point, right, like you know, like he is twenty years old. Like I understand, you know, all that stuff. But at some point, when you are that, you know, a number one draft pick in the NBA, getting paid millions of dollars, at some point, you need to take the burden of expectations on yourself. Yeah. Well, he like I need to see one time because I still haven't seen it where Markel Fultz owns something. Uh, Mrs. Fultz, uh, Markel Fultz's mom, quote, I get a great vibe. <laughs> it's very refreshing to hear the positivity, the support, <laughs> the support that they have for the players and the fact that they're constantly saying we want to do this the right way. These Sixers were the new day of, of, <laughs> uh, of basketball teams. Refreshing. That, that's all they did was positive. Fit <laughs> like, can you remember, Roy, like, and Philly just dumps on athletes just for the constantly for the hell of it. Yeah. Have you ever seen in your life? A, a fan base that that gave so much rope to a guy that didn't earn any of it. No, no, that, that was the thing. Like this dude, we were like we were applauding him when he came to the game and like just took <laughs> and just took jump shots. Yeah, standing ovations for taking yes. jump shots. People were doing the skull chant. Yeah. And, and, no, I, I mean that's the narrative that like blows my mind. It's like Philly went out of its way, got out of its nature, maybe because of Eagles won. Right, I don't know, right. but. Any other dude that does this, they're getting absolutely destroyed. They're getting absolutely destroyed. All right, we're going to take a quick break because we could talk about Markel Fultz for a long time. But we have some other stuff to get into. We're going to discuss the NFL on the other side. You're listening to the Broad Street Line on 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Yeah, thanks for taking Welcome back to the Broadway Line. Alongside Chris Domingo, I'm Roy Burton. Segment number three of the show. we got to talk a little NFL because the NFL in the news once again. Huge news coming out yesterday. Not necessarily a – well, I don't think they designed it as a Friday night news dump, but that's how it came down. The league and Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed have settled their longstanding dispute. It's a financial settlement reached between the two parties. Um, no further details were released. Of course, this is the collusion case, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed brought a lawsuit against the NFL for accusing the league of collusion. We will get no further details because there is a non-disclosure agreement for both sides uh, for the settlement, which is, I don't want to say curious because I expected something like this, but no, no more details, no more money. I think we can all agree, or we're all pretty confident in agreeing, assuming that Colin Kaepernick got the bag. Are you, are you surprised by, by, the, uh, by the agreement? A little bit. 
I mean, like I, like obviously, directly, indirectly, probably directly, T's were probably trying to keep this dude out of the league. I, I, I mean, for not because he's not good, and and, and that's the thing, Roy. Like I've always like been on the fact. I don't know if he's suit, like as good as Pete, but he's better than a lot of ninety-seven percent of the jerks that get signed in the offseason. Nathan Peterman. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I don't. I just don't know how to feel. Like, like obviously, like he feels vindicated. Mm-hmm. I just is this the end of it? Well, that's it. We don't know, and that's where like I don't know. Is, like, is the finality of all of it? Is this the finale you're saying? Yeah. Like, we don't know because we don't know because there's no one's talking about details. Like, can Colin Kaepernick, like, I don't know, dump on the NFL, like, on Instagram? I'm sure he, well, I, well, I don't know. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> like I think well, you're going to. Colin Kaepernick be signed by the Dolphins? Like, we don't we don't know any of this because like, does it say, like, yo, let's drop this lawsuit. I won't even pursue an NFL Yeah, I, like, or, I think so. Or I would imagine that that's that. It's like, you know what, like, we'll pay you, you know, whatever, whatever the, the money is to, to say, you know, you get the money and then you go away and you do whatever you do. But don't put our business out on the street. Yeah, no, and, and and one, like I I don't know, like even if you're fighting like social inequality, leave our name out your mouth. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like I, I think for the NFL, nothing for nothing. Like Colin Kaepernick got money, he got paid for this. Yeah, I think the winner in this is really the NFL because the NFL did not want that dirty laundry oh, no. out on the street. Like of you did not. not want the collusion. What's eighty million dollars or what's seventy million dollars to? Um, 32 teams. Yeah, that make like a, a billion dollars. Yeah, like this, the NFL is like a nine billion, eight or nine billion dollar league now. Like, you know, 30, <laughs> like, let's say, let's say, let's put the number at 90 nine, or 100. 100 million dollars split 32 ways among billionaires isn't a whole lot of money. And it's a lot less than you would have had to deal with, to deal with the blowback from, you know, because clearly every, the NFL wouldn't have, wouldn't have settled if there wasn't some level of collusion. Yeah. You know, between and, and, the teams. And, and, and no one will know, like, how. Right. How deep like the collusion was, or, or no? I I mean, because because one, now Eric Reed won't go on his diatribes every week because uh, like he, well, he was he probably won't <laughs> because he was on one every week. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like, well, he was getting drug. Well, he uh, he said he was getting drug tested, which is weird because the players' association said he wasn't. But yeah, that's, no. That's, see, that's like I just I just want this to be done because I don't want the beef between like. The players' coalition mm-hmm. and these dudes, because really, right. aren't you fighting for the same flipping thing? Well, no, but now players, some players are upset. Not players, former players. I don't know if you saw former running back Larry Johnson said basically, Colin Kaepernick kind of like um, he kind of like you know basically like poured water on the cold water on the cause by reaching a settlement. The reason why he was suing the NFL is to a get money and b for them to basically admit wrongdoing, which is pretty much what they did with the settlement. Yeah, it, I'm not it, sure it, what Larry Johnson wanted out of this. Or expected out of this? No, it, it's like one of those things. Like if you get hurt and you settle, like you're wrong. Yeah, it's like the point of a lawsuit is to get this money. Yeah, like Colin like no, he's it. saying that like he lost wages right. in these two years right. because you are because he's not stupid. Right. He's not gonna like say yo pay me a dollar. Right. No, like, Colin Kaepernick's like yo, I need my lost wages and I need all these legal fees and I need all these other these other fees. Yeah, and all these other, you know because again. Because I can put you guys on front street and make your league look really bad. That's a win. Like, he basically won that without, you know, the NFL putting all this dirty. Apparently, there's a team that, that reached out to Matt Hasselbeck to, be a, to, to come in and work out. If those emails came out, if, those, if that testimony came out, like, in, in, in court, 
you know how bad this yeah. league would look? It's like, yo, man, they reached out to Matt Hasselbeck yeah. to, get a, they, to get a dude. They hired they, multiple, multiple teams, brought in Nathan Peterman. Yeah. I mean, this is like, I don't know what you, I don't know what Larry Johnson and other people, Jason Whitlock, expected from Colin Kaepernick. No, because you hear, you hear the term like sellout. No, right. no like, I, I mean, he can still do, like, that's the thing, like, do, like doing social justice work and the NFL aren't mutually exclusive. No. He just found a way because he was felt like he was being wronged by the NFL to take a dump on them. When No, I, I mean, this is to say, yo, we're paying you a lot of money. Don't dump on us anymore. Right. Eric Reed, don't dump us anymore. Right. And because really, that's that what was causing a bunch of the heat. Yeah. Because there weren't that many people kneeling anymore. No. This was the last, no, and this was the last domino to fall in like that social justice conundrum that the, that the, NFL was in. Right. And then you guess because you had, again, like you said, multiple players or players on different sides of the issue. Like you said, now that this, there's a settlement with this, hopefully the 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 um, the Eric Reed faction can agree with the Malcolm Jenkins faction. Yeah, no, that no, know. that for me is the biggest thing. It's like I hope that that who Eric Reed who got signed to a contract extension. Yeah. So I I just hope that those sides can say, yo, we're working for the same thing. Let's squash this. Yeah, let, let, let's squash this. And we'll see how you know the, the reaction is with the general public in this as well. Really quick, we have like a minute or so. Uh, Kareem Hunt signed by the Browns earlier this week. One year, $1 million, basically make good deal. Um, Kareem Hunt, of course, has had the, had the infamous incident uh, that was called on videotape of him kicking a woman um, in Cleveland, I believe it was. Was it in Cleveland? I think it was in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, earlier, earlier oh, last year. Excuse me. Kareem Hunt, again, released by the, the Chiefs. Still has a pending suspension because he's under investigation for three incidents uh, that he uh, that he um, that happened to him, but or that he was part of. But he has undergone alcohol and anger management counseling. It's a little bit quicker than you thought because I, I expected yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I mean for me, that's the thing. And, and one, no one even knows if he's even going to play this year, right? Because he might get to sp- after this investigation, he might get suspended for the year. Yeah. So why are you taking all this heat? For a dude who might not even play next year. I think the goal is, and I heard Adam Schefter explain this, which is, which is pretty good. He's like, look, after this, he'll be a restricted free agent. So if you bring him in, if he looks good or whatever like that, even if he gets suspended for most of the year, you're not paying him much. Like You're paying him basically a minimum minimum contract plus incentives. You can see if he's good. And if he's good, if he's worth keeping around as far as a football standpoint or, and, you know, and off the field standpoint, then you don't have to pay him that much next year either. So basically you lock him in for two years. It's, no, it, it, it's just they're saying that – with this, it's worth all the heat that you're getting right now. Right. Because, I I, I mean, it just, I mean, like, you can't get a running back in in the draft. But if you're going to do it, do it in February, you know. Oh, no, but this shows you that, that, that the salary cap and all this supersedes all that PR that, yeah. like, because that's the thing. All the bad PR, it's like a two-week storm. That's it. And it's like, okay. Bunker down, guys. Yeah, you're gonna get all the takes. Right. You're gonna get all the the articles. Just, just deal. Everybody's gonna rip John Dorsey now, and you'll get like a day or two, maybe a day at mini camp. By the time training camp rolls around, everything's cool. Yeah, no, I, I and that's unfortunately the the line. Yeah, that's, that's the, a line in the sand for the Cleveland Browns. That's the cycle. All right, we are out of here. Thank you, Thank everybody, you everyone, for tuning in once again. We'll be back with you next Saturday, same bat time, same bat channel. 106.5 FM WPPM LP Philadelphia. But until then, we are out of here. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.